want to get on the action, we want to hear from you. Hit us up, faderoutemail at gmail.com. Slide in our DMs on IG at faderoutepodcast. Drop us a DM on Twitter at faderoutednz. Comment on our YouTube channel, The Fade Route with DNZ. Questions, comments, picks, segment suggestions, you name it, we want to hear from you. Get at us, in crowd. It's the in route where friends of the show get a special segment with us. Want to be part of the action? Want to be the newest member of the in crowd? You know what to do. Hit us up, faderoutemail at gmail.com or slide in those DMs on Fade Route Podcast on IG or hit that Twitter, FaderoutDNZ. Joining us on the in route today, we've got the host of Cables, Coffee, and Curveballs, Rich Miller and George Chaco. Thanks for coming on the show today. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, thanks for having us, guys. Hey, hey, hey. What's going that's on, fellas? Right? <laughs> yeah, All right, man. We're, that's, we're my, gonna... that's my opening line. So I, gotta I know. That's why I said it. I was like, oh, you just, you're just staying true to you. You're, just, uh, you're right on brand. You always, in char- always in character. Always in character. All right, man. We're going to start you off with this. This year, we saw the Braves and Dodgers both win over 100 games and get, get bounced out of the playoffs in the first round. Over the last few years, Major League Baseball has changed their playoff format to give more teams a chance to get into the playoffs to compete for a championship. Many critics feel the new playoff format has devalued the regular season. What do you guys think about the changes Major League Baseball has made? First of all, first of all, (laughs) first things first of all, (laughs) as a Met fan, as a diehard Met fan, woof. I gotta, watch, <laughs> I gotta watch the Braves and the Phillies battle it out. Uh, but once I get that out the way, um, you know, for the larger picture, I, I think the issue is primarily the break, especially when it comes to sports. I, I just, I don't like bye weeks for my teams, right? Uh, I'm superstitious to the point where I don't like bye weeks on my fantasy team, let alone the real <laughs> team. So, you know, sports is a weird animal in the sense that you, your, your luck can really change. You get hot at the right time, you get cold at the wrong time, everything changes. Baseball is 162 games. We saw the start of this season, what was that crazy opening that the Rays had, that, you know, yeah. 20, 20 yeah. or mm-hmm. something crazy like that. And then you get bounced out the first round. And I just think this year, I think that was, what, a five-day break before the Braves? Yep, five days. Over the, that's, that's a long time, man. And I'm assuming, you- I'm assuming that there was already a break, that the main players were getting a little rest during, towards the end of the season and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, in my opinion, that break is, is, is what's really troubling, but... Is it me or are the Phillies in it every year? They always get hot at the right time. Is that? I, I feel like every. The well, wolf. It's just the way their. It's just the way their team is built. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's just the way they went about building their roster, where you know they're trying to bang the ball out of the ballpark, and they got two guys who could pitch. Really, yeah. they have a decent bullpen. It's just like they just hang around. Like yep. they're they're that nasty fog in the morning that just kind of <laughs> hangs around. That's the way I like to describe the Phillies. Yeah. But, the, you know, I, I, I hear you saying, George, my whole thing is this, is like baseball is one of the sports that 
it's kind of built on a regular season, right? It's built on 162 games. They have all these records, you know, and to, you know, to play all these games and to win a hundred plus games and, and your reward for being the number one overall seed is you get a division opponent in a five game series. It's like, yeah. eh, it's just like, I don't know. I don't know if home field advantage is enough anymore. Maybe it becomes that, you know what, if you were, the, if you had the team with the best record, you get all five games at home. Like, why should you give any, why should you go on the road at all? If you won a hundred plus games, you won 12 more than any other team in, in the, in the, in the division or even in the league. And it's just like, I don't, I don't think they're rewarding it enough, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, and think about this. It's like you, if you were a season ticket holder, or if you were like a big fan, like, you know, I'm a Braves fan, but I, I'm not going to Braves games. Imagine you were you were a season ticket holder. You went to like you know I don't know sixty of the eighty one games you could possibly go to, and you see these guys get bounced out in five in, in in four games to the Phillies. I mean that's just a slap in the face. Like what's what's gonna make you go to sixty one games next year if you're not Mary Hart? Yeah, I mean <laughs> I'll take anything for my team, but uh, <laughs> I'll take a manager to start. But um, you know, I it. It's tough. What if you have two teams that have a hundred plus wins? What do you do then? Yeah, I mean, which we saw. I mean, yeah. we saw that with the Dodgers. It right. Was, I mean, the Do- the Dodgers were flawed. And you know what? You know, I'm not. I'm a Braves fan, and I'm not bitter about it. Like we we lost. We had opportunities to win, and we lost. Like we yeah. Acuna up with the bases loaded. We had a chance. We had Olsen up with a man on. We got. We they beat us. It's fine. Yeah. But I'm just trying to say, then what's the point of paying 162 games? I mean, I why think that's paying, a larger question. Yeah. Like, why are you yeah. playing 162 games? But, right. Why are we paying 162 games if if it all can end? Because I got to play the division opponent in a five-game, not even a seven-game series, a five-game series. And then you're going to let teams that clearly don't belong here. I'm sorry, but the Diamondbacks just got blowed out last night because they don't belong here. Um, you know, and you're going to, like, who, who wants to, you know, Z and I talked about this at length a couple weeks ago. Who wanted to see the Rays play? Who wanted to see who, who wanted to see the Minnesota Twins play the Blue Jays? Like, who wants to see that garbage? That's hot garbage. I don't want to see the Blue Jays. I don't want yeah. to see the Rays. Like, I don't. I want to see the best teams at their best. We didn't get that. I mean, the problem the problem with that is that you're you're not going to subtract teams. The answer to your problem, the answer to this issue, is that they're going to add more teams. So you're going to get the Mariners and the Cubs. Right. So <laughs> great. So are you happy about that? We're still not getting the Mets. No, we're still not getting the Mets. We're still not getting the Mets. It's still not. Now, you know, the thing is, like, I'm just looking at the standings in the American League, and I'm like, Minnesota made the playoffs, right? Yeah, they won the division fair. But they won 87 games. You have three teams in the AL East that have a better record. Yeah. You have three teams in the AL West that have a better record. Uh, I don't know. I think it think. Take a page yeah. out of take a page out of the NBA book, right? Like let honestly, everybody in. I mean, or, or or just or you know, like like George was mentioning though, like the the records being what they are. Like I'm, I'm so I'm a Yankee fan, but I've been detached from baseball for a few years. I'll be totally honest. Uh, we just wrapped up our 20th fantasy year, finally retired from that. So I've been really out of touch from baseball. I you know I watch it, I keep track of it, but man, it's not what for me. It's not what it used to be. But I I don't hate the idea of. The yeah, yeah. I don't hate the idea of of um, a 
different, you know, a different layout for the playoffs. I like more. Te- I like having more teams in, but that's a double-edged sword, right? Because then you're letting in certain, you know, teams that may or may not be, you know, I mean, like I don't know. George, ne- the Mets are never going to get in, so that doesn't, that doesn't really matter. But I don't mind the whole one. You know, I like how the NBA does it with the one through eight, and so really, I, I know really? they, they wow. still do the, you know, they still do the top four. Uh, well, I guess it is MLB four or three. I can't even remember off the top of my head. But um, you know, I, I don't like. Re- George mentioned this to me earlier because I, I lost touch with this. Is it they're doing reseeding now? Is that what they're doing in MLB? No, they're not, no, not. They're not, and that's oh. the problem. Oh, so they George should. George lied to me then because he gave me incorrect information. Yeah, probably. Nah, okay. Like I fair, fair, fair. I, I I checked out a baseball about a <laughs> month and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. As a Mets fan, you typically check out a baseball around mid-August, right? Am I right? Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, and speaking about the Met fan, the, the oh, group boy. over here. So the Mets failed to make the postseason after a 100-win season last year. Hmm. Verlander's gone. Buck is gone. DeGrom is gone. Scherzer's gone. It seems like all <laughs> hope is really gone. Who Jeez. should the who should be the next manager of this Mets mess? And what's it going to take to get to 100 wins again? <laughs> I'm guessing you want me to start, Rich, on this? I mean, I mean Rich... Rich I mean, is like I don't even care anymore. Like I mean, my <laughs> you my, should join my team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, my two cents is with the Mets. They, you know, everything has seemed to fail, and this is not a, me just being a jerk about it. Like everything has failed over the last few years. Um, find a young up and coming guy to take a chance on, as far as a manager is concerned. Like obviously they have a lot of young players, but the whole recycling of the man, like the whole Buck thing, like clearly that was not a great episode. Um, a great process he's you know so I'm, I'm all about giving a guy a young guy a chance that maybe is kind of up and coming sitting on a bench somewhere that's that's the next big thing and maybe sounds, see if sounds, he can sounds like a met already yeah well you know <laughs> well let's see they, they did the buck show walter route they ran yeah. the luis rojas route before that they did the mickey calloway before that so it was terry collins before yeah. him oh my goodness uh, Miss you know, like, Calloway. The, the way you listed that exactly why I let Rich go first because I'm sitting here thinking about, oh my God. And, you know, I'm, I'm also wondering if I should say this, but I'm going to say it. TC was probably my favorite coach on the last. Does Carlos Beltran count or no? Sign the contract. Beltran. Isn't he a Yankees announcer now? I, I couldn't tell. I think he's in the Yankees front office. I, I think he's, yeah, I think he's exactly, yeah. And his name comes up every year as a Met, potential Met manager. You know, I, I he's still he's still looking at that curveball from Adam Wainwright. Oh, <laughs> wow. still hurts. Um, you know, every, with, with a Met fan, it's it's the same story. We want somebody. We want somebody. That person comes on one year, they're good, and second year, we're trying to crucify them. That happened with Buck. It happened with Rojas. You know, uh, Mickey Calloway. But there were other issues there. And I'm looking. At, you look at a list. You got Phil Nevin. Angels suck. Kepler. Giants sucked. You know what do you do? You all you're really left with is Greg Council. Yeah, I'll take uh, my chances with them. I guess. Okay. Because right. I don't, I don't know I'm what else is out there. Eric Chavez. So I don't I'm want that. One, George, I'm gonna throw one out there. Met fan to Met fan, and Rich, I think your ears may perk up with this. But there's a guy on the Blue Jays bench Ugh. who has managerial pedigree Ugh. who might be looking to come back Ugh. to New York. I don't know. I'm just saying, Don Mattingly Don might Mattingly. not be a bad look. I'm not. A, I'm. I'm not. Mm, sorry. 
<laughs> I, I cannot see that happening now. <laughs> it would be I pretty have, ironic. <laughs> it would, I, you know, aside from the whole, oh, you need a Yankee for the Mets to win again nonsense <laughs> that every Yankee fan will scream out there. I just, does he, I don't, he hasn't really won, right? Um, he was okay with the Marlins. He was okay with the Dodgers. He's never won a championship. I mean, he's 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 won games. He he knows how to coach. He's a good bench coach. I mean, he makes a couple. He makes two bad calls, and you know the Met fans gonna turn and say, "Get that Yankee out of here." <laughs> argue that Dave Roberts won with Don Mattingly's players, and you can make that argument. Mm. Just because, okay. like, he, yeah. he set the ground floor, yeah. and then Dave Roberts was able to kind of get them across the finish line. But Dave Roberts is no great manager either. But I mean, I don't. I'm not in love with the council hire. I understand his relationship to David Stearns, but mm. you know, I mean, if you're because I also heard that Eric Chavez is on the list. Eric Chavez excites me a little bit more than Craig Council does. I think Eric Chavez is on the list just because. Um... I mean, he was he was a good hitting coach. Obviously, he came off the hitting coach, and we were terrible this year. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, I would like to go younger. Yes, that that's my final answer. I would like to go younger in coaching. All that to just agree with me? Jeez. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to make sure, you know, it's – I it's – it's. I mean, Dusty Baker is going to resign with Houston. That's obvious. I'm just looking at the list of uh, – potential available managers and it's not very exciting to be honest (laughs) that's the problem oh man well let's get into rich's wheelhouse oh yeah here Here we we go go. so the jets eagles this weekend giving the eagles their first loss of the season the jets danced and prayed around the field like they won the super bowl where they beat the 15-0 Patriots. I was waiting for them to bring out the Lombardi Trophy. <laughs> so, I mean, Rich, I mean, were you running around your house? I mean, you have any issue with this just celebration? Or this is just, you know, you, you're just like Met fans. You get excited over the, the smallest <laughs> thing. The smallest victories excite you. So here's the thing. Like, obviously, it's been rough. So if you're – luckily, George is a Giants Mets fan, right? So he doesn't have to suffer. I'm a Yankee, I'm a Yankee Jet fan. So we've kind very of... Very rare. Very right? rare, Rich. It is. Yeah. It's very it is. rare. It very much is. So, um... Any, or is anybody going to bleep it out if I say it? Like, No, no. You can okay. do whatever you want. So, I, when I was watching... So here's the thing. I, I basically felt like I had my heart ripped out when Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles on opening night. Like even George <laughs> admitted to me, like the the open, like him watching Rodgers run out like from the tunnel with the American flag. It was, was goosebumps. Like a, it was goose. I was having goosebumps as a, obviously a diehard Jet fan, and for George to say that to me as a no non-Jet fan, it was it was really cool, right? Like he's I know he's old. I know he was older. I know in hindsight he tore his Achilles on the fourth freaking play. But how cursed do you have to be to have that happen where the whole offseason re- revolved around this guy? Whether he's putting on a, an act or not, I mean, whatever. He, he said everything right. He showed up every to everything in the offseason. He made everybody, all the doubters look wrong. And then four plays in, tore his Achilles. Mind you, I just tore my Achilles back in March. So I knew exactly what happened to him as soon as it happened. And I was basically crying. So the other night, to get back to your question, as soon as Jalen Hurts threw that ball and I saw Adams running the other way, um, I started screaming, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. <laughs> I was, my dad was on the other side of the room. He was like jumping up and down. My daughters came running. They thought I was like angry, but I was like yelling like, holy shit, because I was so excited. 
And I couldn't believe, first of all, I couldn't believe he was throwing the ball. Second of all, I couldn't believe we intercepted it. And then we scored the touchdown. So, yeah, listen. I could uh, so, see it right now. Like, I yeah, visualized yeah. it. Yeah, he's visualized me jumping around my living room because living room, he helped me put the TV up on the wall. So he knows exactly where I was. Um, but no, listen. Well, we're off this week, so we can't lose. But uh, Zach Wilson, I, again, I'm still not sold, George. I had this conversation last night. I, I wanted to believe in him. I always want to believe in my guys. If he does it for another couple of weeks, I guess maybe he's at least decent. It's the defense that does, you know, the defense is carrying us. Is it possible if they sneak in the playoffs? Maybe, but yes, that could have been our Super Bowl for the year. So, you know what? You got to celebrate. The fact that they're three and three at the bye after losing Rodgers on opening night, uh, I, I, I honestly thought we'd maybe have just that one win and would have just gone into a tailspin after that. So, you know, I, I'm going to go with it until the wheels fall off at this point. That's how I operate with my guys, so. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's, it's an impressive defensive win considering yeah. the fact that your secondary was not yeah. was depleted. I know you had practice guys out. Yeah, literally guys out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean um, there has to there has to be a large level of optimism, right? Because you go into this by what you three and three, whatever it is, and now you come out, you play in the Giants. That's you should be able to wax them. George the Chargers will be, be there in person. Jordan, in person. Yes. Boom. Yeah, we the will. The Chargers. The Chargers come to play the Jets the week after that. Mm-hmm. Then it's the Raiders. Then it's the Bills. You know, these are winnable games. So I mean, d- now does, Jets could be on a three-game winning streak. Hey. hey <laughs> now the question becomes: Is did you need Rodgers? <sighs> I, 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 what he thinks I can give I, you my yeah, two let, cents. Actually, I let George jump in because he actually gave me the answer to this yesterday. I got it, George. Yeah, I, I was very skeptical of Rodgers um, coming in, and this is all thing Jets. That is all thing Mets, as you mentioned. And I was like, the hype. The man's forty years old. What's he really? I mean, what was different in the offense he had in Green Bay last year versus the Jets this year? And you know, right. the Jets defense is obviously better, but like. What are you really getting? And, you know, but you celebrate what you get. But at this point, with the Jet defense, as good as it is, if Rodgers was behind throwing that ball, I seriously think Super Bowl was not a reach. Okay. Yeah. 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 So Cosign. Cosign. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. I mean, although I'll tell you, when we drive back next week from, from MetLife Stadium, and if we pull off a miracle and beat the Jets, it's oh, two Giant fans man. in the car and four Jet fans <laughs> in the car. That's going to be a hell of a quiet ride. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I will say that Wink has definitely got the Giant defense playing much better. Yeah, yeah. They, played um, they were in that game yeah. with Buffalo. They yeah. should have yeah. won that game. I was rooting for them. Yeah, I wanted to. I threw something at the TV when Tyrod called that audible. Oh, <laughs> that was painful. He checked into a run play. Unbelievable. <laughs> Even the linemen were like, "Did he really just say we're going to run the ball?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was hoping Dable went out there and just strangled him. But I do like him. I do like Tyrod, and I feel like he's getting the ball out a lot faster than mm-hmm. Danny did. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do like Tyrod Taylor. I've always liked him as a as a Ravens fan, and he played for the Ravens for a while. He's made his way around the league, mm-hmm. but he 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 gets it. I think that was just more or less like he hasn't been 
you know, he, he hasn't been here long enough to understand. Like, dude, you got to change that. You can't, you can't, you can't check to the. <laughs> I know you have a lot of faith in Saquon, but man, you, you cannot check to that on the goal line with 14 seconds left in the half. No, no, you yeah, throw the ball, you throw it out, you go with a field goal, you call it a day. Points <laughs> are points. It's, it's, oh my God, it was brutal to watch. Mm-hmm. I was, I was speechless, and then I wanted to throw something at the TV and. Then I realized I'd be down at TV, so I didn't. But fair, good call. <laughs> so moving over to basketball, the NBA season is imminent, and a lot of teams improved their rosters during the offseason. None better than the Bucks acquiring Dame Lillard. The Celtics got Drew Holiday and sloppy seconds of Kristaps Porzingis. <laughs> the, the Knicks seem to be proud of how they got Villanova championship team from a few years ago, but. They didn't bring Jay Wright with them. Mm. Uh, so did the Knicks do enough to compete in the East for a championship? Uh, and it continues. Um, <laughs> I need a moment to gather my thoughts and emotions. <laughs> well, we do have a Celtics fan in the house. So yeah, yeah, we, we do. Do. Let's go that route. First. Let's go that yeah, route. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, as, as soon as I was, I was stoked to see a Celtics, uh, you know, for this. Um, listen, I'm never a fan of trading big big for small so they traded rob williams away um the problem with him is he was super injury prone but they got porzingis however porzingis is also super injury prone so can't rely on either of them they got rid of one of them they also traded marcus smart um in that course so many moving parts in the offseason but the fact that they were able to bring a guy like drew holiday i think was really I, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna. I like whatever my team does. I'm usually not a big. Oh, you're a homer. I, I'm you're usually. A homer? Yeah, I mean, who's not, right? Um, <laughs> no, but I tell it the way it is, man. With 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 holiday though, I think that's what Brown kind of needed because they're still as much as it seems like they've been around forever. They both came in the league at like age 20 and 21. They're still like what mid to late 20s, give or take. So they're still young in in basketball terms, and holiday is just a really solid like veteran guy like i mean he's been an all-star he's probably just a notch below smart as far as defense but he's probably a notch better on offense so maybe a wash between in that regard i think he he'll keep them those two a little bit more in line so um i'm still not sold on porzingis staying healthy if he stays healthy then i think they have the celtics are definitely right up there as one of the top two or three teams um and yeah bucks i mean hey dame lillard can put up 50 on any night him playing off of Giannis, my goodness how scary is that yeah i mean my my whole thing is is like it wasn't working rich right, right. it's like yep you're it, right it, what what you had wasn't working so Correct. we gotta change it up and i i you know z is not a big fan of it but i did like the Porzingis move because he's a scorer and he is a you know when he's healthy he's a big that can score like he yeah. can shoot threes like he can get to the basket yeah he can create his own shot like i yep. like it because in my opinion you guys got two forwards you got you got tatum and you got brown they're basically playing the same position so what's yeah. going to throw that off and then drew holiday you know for me I don't think it's a wash with him and Marcus Smart because to me Marcus Smart's a good defender. He's the mm-hmm. he was a voice out there, but Drew is a perimeter defender, better mm-hmm. perimeter defender, more of a facilitator. Yeah. And also he's a champion. Yeah. He's a champion. Like he knows he knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. But in your eyes, it's what? It's Bucks and it's Bucks and Celtics. That's how you see it. You don't you don't you're not worried about the Heat. You're not worried about Sixers. You're not worried about it. It's it's those two teams. I'm not worried about, I mean, right now, 
no, I'm not. I mean, the Heat and Butler somehow. Always, I was gonna always, say you can never count Butler he, out. He always somehow get, gets his team in there, and they are scary. Um, but right now, you know, season, I'm, I'm optimistic that it, you know it comes down to you know health, you know health given, um, which is not a given. But uh, yeah, Bucks and Celtics are my top two in the East. But before George gives his next take, I. I like what the Knicks are doing. They're, they still are one guy away, though. They're still one guy away. Only one guy. Well, away, huh? like they're I mean, they're a Jimmy Butler away. Well, that's, they're that's what I, a well, pretty that's significant I mean. guy away. <laughs> if they could have got if they could have pulled off a deal for Beal or somebody like that. I love Brunson though. I'm a really my dad's been a Knicks fan forever. He talk, raves about Brunson, and I I really like Brunson the way he plays. Um, he's he's really freaking solid and the fact that the Mavericks let him go makes the Mavericks look really brutal uh, two years later now or whatever it is so you, you want to talk about injury prone players yeah let's bring in Bradley Beal why not <laughs> well well, yeah. <laughs> well yeah, I think we well, yeah, I think we could all agree that Brunson's probably the best Nick right he's their best yeah, player sure. he's their go to guy he's the guy that's going to be you know the person that they're going to call on at the end of the games and that's the only problem I see with maybe the Bucks are going to have is just you know Z and I talked about this last week. So I don't know how that that offense is going to run. I don't know how that dynamic is going to work because Dame's a scorer, Giannis is a scorer, Middleton's a shooter. Like you know when it's coming down to the end of the game, what what's it going to be? Lillard chucking threes from half court. <laughs> is he going to get the ball to Giannis and and score the easy bucket? Like what's that going to be like? You know he's yeah. not a guy that's getting more than six six assists a game. And they're also used to having a Drew Holiday type player. So it's going to be interesting. I'm really interested to see how that offense comes into play. But I don't think you could just write off the heat because Jimmy Butler just is amazing. He should be a Nick George. They botched <laughs> that. They botched that. Yeah. I think the Cavaliers come back. It is another year where yeah. you know they're going to be a little bit better. Um, and then the Harden situation is just a mess. Heard he didn't come to practice today, so I don't yeah, know yeah, what's yeah. going where on. Where is he, right? Is he still with the Sixers? I don't even know where yeah, he's, he's still, still with the Sixers. Sixers. Oh he's still, my gosh. He still wears their gear, so. Oh, yeah. my gosh. He's yeah. a, talk about head case, huh? He's, <laughs> he's reality TV on the NBA. Yeah, yeah. The way I see it is that until that situation is resolved, I can't put the Philadelphia 76ers ahead of the Knicks or the Cavs. Right. So I put them, I drop them to five. So that, to me, that puts Knicks in 3-4 territory. I can see that. Just by default. I can see that, though. But, you know, the, the Celtics thing, like, they they lost a lot, man. you got to yeah. think about that. Yes, they brought in Drew Holiday. They lost both Williamses. Yeah. And they lost Brogdon. And they lost Smart. Yeah. So, like, that's huge. Yeah, it's a lot of guys. I, I, Lost their coach too, if you want to add that well, in there. No, they brought in second row Joe. Yeah, second row Joe. Second row Joe. I like that. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> nice. Uh, you know, doesn't call timeouts. Just play yeah. through, guys. Oh play my through. gosh! Yeah, that makes me nuts. I can't, can't do that. Yeah, I, for me, for me, I think Knicks are in a five. I still would put the Cavaliers slightly above the Knicks. Oh, okay. Um, Look at you and, being honest. I love it. Yeah, you know. Um, that's all I got as a Nick, Nick and Met fan for the most part. George is a big um, Julius Randall fan. He even has a, a <laughs> sign. There, I have a picture proof. He has a signed picture of these Julius guys. Randall. I can't. I can't. Julius Randall, if you're hearing, I can't stand you. Oh. <laughs> so you Poor don't guy. want them to re-sign him, huh? Uh, no, I want him gone two gone. years ago. Gone. Um, the moment he flipped off the garden, I want him out. Well, I don't want anyone well. that. Um, doesn't understand how New York works. He is a friend of the program, so he's definitely. Whoa! Oh boy. 
Wow. Julius, you can find us on Bald AV, guys, on <laughs> socials. Just so you know, Julius, I was the one that got George the really nice gift of your signed picture, and he's the one bad-mouthing you. <laughs> so if, by the grace of God, Daryl Morey said, we'll take Julius Randall off your hand, and you take James Harden off our hand, oh. Oh my you God. would do that in a heartbeat? Or... Oh, my God. I might. That would might be one trade take... I don't take. I don't know who's worse. Oh, my goodness. Um, I would keep. I would rather have Julius Randle. I would rather have case. Julius too, because <laughs> yeah. even if he's disgruntled, he'll play his heart out. He's not a head. Harden will put on a fat yeah. suit and sit in the corner. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> the fat suit. Unfortunately, I think R.J. Barrett would be on his way out. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you guys recently had Super Dan Dan Farisi on your bo- on your podcast. Uh, so, what was your biggest takeaway from that interview? That's Julius Randle calling. Julius Randle. <laughs> oh, no. On the line. He said he's a friend of the program. He's right. He's, he's listening. Yeah, I'm sorry. I still have a landline and he has a number. He's calling in. So, uh, Super, Super Dan is our, our good friend, Dan Farisi. He, we've been trying to connect with him. We've known him for probably, give or take, about a year now. We've been trying to connect with him a couple of times at a couple of you know, tech AV conferences that we've been at. And we've just missed him. Um, I know we were talking offline. I mentioned to you guys, it's funny. We, we found out on the way back from a trip in Orlando that we, we, all, we lived 20 minutes from him. So we finally got around to having him on uh, our podcast. And uh, Dan is genuinely one of the nicest people I think George and I have ever met in the industry. And sure. I think the, the biggest takeaway we had was he's such a great advocate of uh, uplifting other people in the industry that we wanted to just kind of have him on our podcast and just pick his brain and chat with him about AV career paths and women in AV and the, the stuff he just took on a new role with commercial integrator and Emerald and just, you know, in general, just chatted up with him a little bit because he's just genuinely an awesome person. And it, it gets, I think everybody in our, so far the feedback we've gotten is just again how like uh genuine and off the cuff everything was with him and it's like super smooth and we just had a great time having him on the podcast yeah great catching up with him and finally getting him it was like fourth try at uh connecting with him we we keep missing him every time we see him in person so yeah and you know um a quick tidbit about av industry is you know we're we're a really we've been around forever since the 70s but no one realizes what the av industry is yeah george is really huge (laughs) multi-billion yeah i've been around since kiss concerts as as we'll find out soon um we were talking about concerts and i couldn't think of taylor swift that went for kiss concerts so that was great (laughs) and rich made it rich made it a point to point out how old i was by saying kiss and dan jumped in and you know he 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 rescued you a little bit a little bit he he circled back at the end and gave a little (laughs) (laughs) uh but you know uh he's such a great advocate for our industry but I think what he said uh, at some point was give me the blame and share the credit with the people around me yeah. I think that is such an amazing sentiment hoard the blame a, I think he said hoard the, the blame. blame right and it's such a rare sentiment that I, I was really truly impressed he's not even just saying that just to say it he means it which is you know it's very genuine I love it. it's a great guy across the board so we'll get you out here on this one, guys. So you, you guys are entering season two of your podcast. Woo. We'll get your drop. We'll get your drops in. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so what can? Give us a little teaser. Give us a little taste. What can your listeners expect from you guys this season? Uh, <clears throat> it's going to be uh, season two is going to be a little insane. 
<laughs> we have a lot of guests lined up. Mm-hmm. We have a game show that's dropping very soon. We do. Um, and, and you know, we have a couple of events planned. And don't want to give it all out, but, you know, it's going to be a crazy season two. Season three, I don't know how we're going to match it, but we're going to have to. But season two is going to be insane. Yeah, and I, I think the, the add-on to that is we also have a really awesome uh, intern named Gopesh working with us this semester who's like really uplifting our content. And I'm making... so glad you dropped his name. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, made... he doesn't have a mic, but he's behind the screen. Yeah, yeah. But, and, you know, he, first of all, he was on our first season one, uh, season two, episode one. He, he jumped right in and started roasting us right off the bat. So he, he gets us. He edits all our videos and does an insane job, like like creating our content. And uh, we although just... he hasn't dropped a Super Dan video yet, so. oh, hmm, well, he's interesting. Not, well, he the video wasn't ready. Yet. You're, you're a little pushy with him. You gotta give him some time, man. He's a full time <laughs> no student. No this week. He's he's, he's a, a he's an intern. Where's my damn coffee? He's a, he's a full time student that's trying to graduate this semester. So no, but look, look, look at look how soft Rich is. No, but seriously, without without him, like I mean, our content was pretty solid. Was very solid last semester. We had a lot of help. But like he's been so dedicated to it that um, I think we've really seen like an uptick in in everything, uh, our socials and so on and so forth. And you know, I just wanted to give him a shout out for for all of his hard work. He's put a lot of hours in behind the scenes that you know everybody makes it seem like video and stuff is easy to produce and content. And George and George and I know between everything he's done and our good friend Sweet Lou, who's also helped us immensely getting our podcast off the ground in season one. There is so much behind the scenes work that goes on that I cannot think and everybody that helps us enough honestly yeah the one or two episodes rich and i had to do ourselves was oh my gosh brutal um (laughs) we really love our crew yeah we do that's a shout out to everybody that definitely takes a lot of time it does (laughs) but it's definitely an endeavor that's worthwhile so yeah and speaking of a worthwhile endeavor fellas it was a blast having you on with us rich miller george chaco the bald av guy say what you gotta say guys where can we find you what time and when yeah so our podcast is cables coffee and curveballs and we tend to drop an episode once every three or four weeks or so right now at this time uh you can find us on all of the socials at bald av guys and uh yeah we we want to look forward to having uh, you guys follow us and interact with us, and we really appreciate you guys having us on. We always love talking sports, so this was awesome to be able to go full sports for for thirty plus minutes. I, I can't can't wait to do it again if you feel next have time back. in the pace <laughs> studio. Oh, yeah, let's let's do it. Uh oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> quick quick tidbit, you know, cables, coffee, and curveballs was supposed to be about sports, but it's become about everything, every tangent that the show goes <laughs> off on. So. You know, it wasn't intended, but curveballs became more uh, hypothetical, I guess. I, yeah, yeah. Well, if you uh, if you guys are ever in the mood to just talk about sports for thirty minutes straight, just you know where to find them. Yeah, and we know where to find you. And you do. If you want to be, if you want to be the next member of the in crowd. Hit us up, faderoutmail at gmail or slide in our DMs on IG at faderoutpodcast. Drop us a line on X at Fade Route DNZ. George Chaco, Rich Miller, the Bald AV guys. Thank you guys for coming on. Much appreciated. And we look forward to talking with you guys again. Thanks. Thanks for having us, guys. And take care. Thanks, guys. Take care. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, be sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Rate us five stars. Leave us a review. Turn on subscription notifications and tell your friends. Spread the word. Spread it wide.